Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Awesomes. Welcome back to Sorta Awesome. I'm your host, Meg Teets. I'm joined on this Monday, the first Monday of August, by my all by your part time fetish, Kyle. No, why? Why not? (laughs) How can I not be your fetish? Why can't I be your fetish? I'd like to be your fetish. All right. Could I interest you in me being your fetish? Just to clarify, if you're new to Sword Awesome, Kyle is my husband. Well, it's the first Monday of August. August is a magical month. It's a magical month. It's the month of my birth. You are thrilled about your birthday this month on this year on the calendar because it's on. Well, so I was born, fortunately... On the 13th. Yep. And this year just so happens to be a Friday the 13th celebration. I laugh in the face of all horror movies. Bring it on. Um, it's the beginning of the month. And on Mondays, we like to talk about things that you need to know about that you're going to want to watch. You're going to want to read. You're going to want to listen to it. And it's going to add to the awesomeness of your lifestyle. And, of course, we have and news. news. Yes. So, so, so much to cover. Let's get right into it with Watch. Um, We watched something so powerful this past week that I'm still thinking about it. Originally inspired kind of weirdly by the TikTok. Yeah, that's true. I call it the TikTok because Facebook decided they needed to be the Facebook. So I think everyone deserves a the in front of their name. Is that true? Facebook is the Facebook? I thought just old people called it that. Um, No, I think that was originally the official name was the the Facebook. The Facebook. They capitalized. They made an article adjective a proper word. Okay. Yeah, they did. All right. Well, TikTok, if you listen to... The TikTok. Why why would you listen to TikTok? Who opens TikTok to listen to? Yeah, it's a little odd. That's not how TikTok It's a little odd, but if that's what... Helps you get your yayas. By all means, you should. <laughs> no, on TikTok, there are many audios selected from mm-hmm. the comedic works of Bo Burnham. Yes, yes, a surprising amount. Yes, in fact. yeah, our favorite. Well, about Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> yes, it's a weird little ditty. It is okay. So our thirteen-year-old had told us a while back that we should check out Bo Burnham's special on Netflix called Inside. Now It's not even his most recent one. Well, it is his most recent one, but it's not his first one. Okay. Well, it looked like when we pulled it up that there were others more recent. So perhaps I'm wrong. I will neither admit nor deny. You are wrong in this case because it's a, twen- it's a 2021 release. Okay. However, Bo Burnham has been a, an internet comedian 
type entertainer. I don't know what all to call him. Since two- A wizard? A wizard. I guess you could call him that. Since 2006. Even Harry says he's a wizard. And what's the big guy's name? Um, Dang it, man. Harry Potter, the big dude. What's his name? (laughs) Hagrid. Hagrid. Even Hagrid said Harry's a wizard. And so if Harry says Bo Burnham's a wizard, you know he's like a wizard's wizard. Yeah, he's he has been making say wizard again. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, he's been making comedy for the internet since he was a teenager, literally. Um, also for live audiences. But in 2020, he began a project called Inside that, um, as a piece of art and examination and self exploration. Um, portrays him kind of taking on this persona of somebody who is in uh, a studio. Yes. For a project that was going to take six months, it ends up taking over a year. Like a backyard shack studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type of a feel. It's right. not like Hollywood studio, no. which makes it more visceral and real. You're exactly right. And thank you for clarifying the confinement of the space in which he put this yeah. together. He wrote, produced, like everything. He was his whole yeah. crew. He did Bailing all his camera wire, work. duct tape, two flashlights, and an iPhone. It's a lot more um, technically advanced than that. Well, but he makes it feel rough. He does. Yeah. Yes. Okay. If that's rough. So he writes all of the music for this and does some, I don't even know how to explain this. Um, it's not exactly like laugh out loud, ha ha comedy. Although there are parts There's that are parts laugh out loud. Are, yeah. Yes. Um, but it's also an exploration of anxiety, depression, what it means to be alone, what it means to be alone in this world where we're all also so interconnected. There's it's a brilliant. lot. It's, it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Tell me what you love about it. What I love the most is that it's a, a piece of art that you can both be immersed in, in him and his experience of this creation of this thing, and also allows you to self-reflect on yourself and kind of make fun of yourself, have a good laugh at yourself. One of my favorite songs that he has created is about a white woman's Instagram. And it is hilarious. That was beautiful. And so like spot on that it hurts me in my heart. Yes. (laughs) But also I could laugh about it, but it's a, it's like a two part thing. Like you're thinking about yourself and your own experiences, in, but also it's so submersive into his world and his mind and his, um, I don't know how to say his perspectives, his opinions on this society that we have kind of crafted for ourselves. Indeed, or fell into and didn't fight it or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I would, I, I think I feel the same way. I would say it differently. Um so I know I'm not a young man. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up in the era of Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd and Chevy Chase. And it was a different era of comedy. And to me, Bo is a, a throwback to that era where to participate in any of those comedy endeavors. Yeah. None of, none of those artists were out to speak to an agenda. Mm -hmm. They were there to equally criticize everyone. And so in the same moment that you could laugh at someone else being made fun of, because it's kind of how you felt about their own insanity, you better take a deep breath because here in a second, 
they're going to poke fun at you. They're going to do it in a way that you can laugh about it and step back and realize how ridiculous you are mm-hmm. in the moment. So you can, you can lighten up a little bit in how seriously you take yourself, but you can also enjoy, Hey, I wasn't the only one getting made fun of. It's yes. to me, it's, it's truly, it's what comedy is. It's what the stand up was, was, it's their master role in life. Right. To help you laugh. Yeah, they'll soften the blow of you laughing at yourself by helping you laugh at others. But at the end of it all, you should walk away, oddly, a little bit more mature. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's a great um, kind of exploration of, of the impact it has on you as a viewer. Now, I did say that our 13-year-old gave us the heads up on this. This isn't exactly family viewing. It's pretty rough. We're a little, a we're on the liberal end of the spectrum when it comes to yeah. what the entertainment our kids can engage yeah, we with. We didn't encourage her to nope. watch it. We were a little, we're a little now like, damn, we're not great parents, Yeah, but it happened. Yeah. I didn't fully recognize how gritty some of the material is, but she did watch it. And and honestly, it's a, it's a great jumping off point for conversations with teens and younger people in your life for sure, but it's not family friendly comedy. I wouldn't wouldn't take your innocent teen and be like, here, watch this. No, no, no. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, something that Netflix suggested to us that I'm wildly addicted to. It's trash TV. I can't stop watching it. Love it. It's on Netflix. It's called Tattoo Redo. Yes. The concept of the show is people get tattoos and sometimes they are regretful of them and with good reason. Often regretful. They're terrible tattoos. And performed by a friend who just so happened (laughs) to buy a tattoo gun off of eBay. That has been the source of more than one of these stories. I'm horrified. No offense to anybody who has let a friend or relative tattoo them. I'm terrified to go to a legit tattoo shop and get a tattoo. So the thought of just a friend picking up a tattoo gun is so terrifying to me, but people do it. And so the concept of this show is people have bad to- bad tattoos. They go to this um You said bad too. <laughs> I know. I was yep, that's right. I <laughs> did skipping words. I- Skipping entire syllables. Bad twos of ta. Yes. Um, They go to this quote unquote shop that is obviously set up for this reality TV show. It's very non-reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very scripted. It's very produced. It's highly, highly produced. But they go in with a friend or a partner, someone they're dating, whatever, a sibling, and um, they show the tattoo. And then the twist is... Oh, you're going to get your tattoo covered up. Mm-hmm. This is not tattoo removal. This is a cover up of the bad tattoo, but you don't get to pick the design. Your friend slash sibling yeah. slash, slash boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever gets to pick it for you. Yes. So I love this show. It is so over the top with the cheesiness, but it's also kind of fascinating. I told you earlier, and I stand by this, if they would just remove all sound Other than the sound of the tattoo gun, this could be an ASMR show. Yes, totally, yeah. So don't be afraid to watch it on mute. No one will judge you. Well, the only problem is, and we've talked about this being a sort of weakness of the experience of this show, is they don't really show the actual tattooing that much. That's true. They show the beginning of it and kind of at the end. They make a big show of hiding what they're doing from the person that's getting their tattooed fixed. like putting a dog cone of shame on them and right. all kinds of weird things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the artwork that the tattoo artists come up with is usually quite inventive and yeah. and 
almost always looks better than what they walked in with. Uh, always, so far, always, yes. yes. Because, yeah, what comes in is pretty rough. Yes. Okay. That's a good show. Check it out. Tattoo Redo. If you watch it, tell me if you love it or hate it, but it's not going to probably enrich your life that yeah, well, much. Look, but it's, it's not, a good escape. If you're like, I'm desperate for good entertainment, don't pick this. But if you're like, <laughs> I just need something to chill out and fall asleep to. This is a great pick. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing. It's the beginning of the month. This is a wonderful time for those of us who are customers of the various streaming platforms. Here's what I did this time. This is a little different. You know, each of these platforms, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, blah, 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 they all release things sporadically throughout the month. Yes. So, but Sometimes they, decades old. Yeah. Well, here's- Often. Stop. You're stealing my thunder. I'm sorry. You don't know what's happening Hang next. Hang on. I'm going to throw you your thunder back at you. Thank you. Catch it. Thank Look out. You. Here comes the thunder. <laughs> at the beginning of the month, they also do a big, huge release. Each of these platforms do with all kinds of new movies. And if they are releasing seasons of old shows, um, mm -hmm. shows that aren't in production anymore, those all happen at the beginning of the month. So as I looked through the releases They're, for August. It's necromancy. They're bringing <laughs> exactly. things back to life. That's good. I saw the light bulb go on yes. behind your eyes when you remembered minute. what it's that like, word was. That's what it is. Um, I I noticed as I looked through the releases for August for each of these platforms that a lot of them have some classic movies. I mean, truly yeah. decades old. And yeah. so I'm calling this particular version the coming to streaming nostalgia edition Perfect. because for this episode, I have pulled all the nostalgic throwback. Some of these are decades old. Some of them came out not that long ago, but I think they would all be watches that the Awesomes would be into. So I'm just going to yeah. run through these on Netflix. Here's just a sampling, a sampling of the nostalgia watches. Jurassic Park. Oh. That came out in 1993, and that was, Kyle, a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I was a less old man. Um, our twins will be thrilled. They've been watching this. They love the Jurassic Park. They do. Um, this is a true, true nostalgia flashback. Oh, man. The NeverEnding Story. We also have A Knight's Tale, a movie that you and I have watched I, many times. I love this movie. It's a great movie. I'm... Every time I see it, I'm devastated that Heath Ledger departed this world too early. Far He's too early. Tremendous talent. That was a, is in fact a fantastic movie. I can't remember the dude's name that portrays Chaucer. He's a yeah. he's a gem. Yeah. That whole thing. It's a great movie. Now we can turn this on before we go to sleep and we fall may. asleep watching it. We may too. indeed. Oh my. I just yeah. peeked at your notes and I saw the next one. Okay. Now this is one I haven't seen, but I know this is what? a... I know! It's a nostalgia favorite for many. It is the movie Mad Max. Mad Max. The original. Yes. Didn't yes. In like 1979 Beyond Thunderdome. All the Mad Maxes. Listen. Yeah. This is Mel Gibson. Okay. Pre whether he hated Jews or not, whatever that whole thing is about. I don't know. I'm not here to make a political statement. Yeah. It's early Mel Gibson. There's earlier Mel Gibson, if you pursue it, and it's rough, much rougher than this. Mad Max is wow. In fact, I'm so impacted by this movie that one of the trading strategies that I have created that I use. Has been named Mad Max by you. You by named me. it that. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> you created it. You named yeah. it, and it is a 
part of your daily life. Yes. The other one that I regularly use, not brought up in this episode by Shows to Watch, is Charlie Murphy, who's Eddie Murphy's brother. Yes. Whole other story and things. But yes, yes that's Mad Max is a real thing. Yep. Mad Max makes money. Well, there we go. And now you can watch it on Netflix. Indeed. It won't make you money watching it there, though. Okay. Also, The Addams Family. The uh, the nineteen, I guess nineteen nineties, I think rendition yes. of the Adams yes. family, which was a remake of the like what sixties or seventies, sixties at maybe fifties, maybe sitcom. Yeah, it was black and white originally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, over on HBO Max, um, notably, they do have a new release coming this week, and that is Suicide Squad. It's another shot at this. If you're thinking, like, didn't they just do a Suicide Squad movie? Yeah, they did in 2016. Okay. But here we go again with a a new installment of Suicide Squad. That's new. That's coming to theaters and to streaming on HBO Max. But since we're just talking about nostalgia on HBO Max this month, you can watch Elf. Elf. You can watch Interview with a Vampire. Wait, what do you? What's a what's a key scene from Elf that sticks out to you? Um, well, one of my favorites is where he, um, sort of stumbles into singing a duet with Zoe Deschanel okay. while she's showering, and they sing. Yeah, that was uh, Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. It's creepy, Which but it's a, a lovely little duet. It's a very rapey song, but no, it's not. That, I I hate it when people say that. Well, it is a little. I know there are many awesomes who agree with you. There are many people in culture who agree with you. However, I disagree. But that's well, not what we're not talking about Christmas songs. Moving beyond that weirdness, what do you think about the spaghetti and syrup scene? The spaghetti and syrup is way up there on the list. <laughs> Pretty epic. For sure. Yes, Pretty it is. Epic. It is. Okay, so Interview with a Vampire, Tom Cruise, and Brad Pitt. Is that right? Am I crazy? Um, possibly. I now I'm, I'm blanking and well, I can't tell. I know Tom Cruise, yes. Yeah. But I can't remember if... Is it Brad Pitt? I can't remember who it is. I'll have to go semi-watch it now. Based on the Anne Rice novel yeah. in, of interviewing vampires. Anne Rice is a Catholic, or was? She's been sort of, tormented through her She's a tormented systems. Catholic. That's a good yeah. way to say it. Um, also, because Suicide Squad is coming out this month, they're releasing a whole bunch of stuff from the DC Universe, including all the Batmans, starting with the Batman 1989. Perhaps the only real Batman for those critics out there. The Michael Keaton version is the only one. (laughs) Well, between he and, uh, oh gosh. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, as the Joker. Yes. Yeah. Is that this one? That's this one. Okay, thank you. That's, I was trying to put together history in my old man mind. This is Michael Keaton. This is Jack Nicholson. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I always ask that of all my friends. Yes, and I regularly do. In fact, you being the devil I dance with. Thanks. You're my special devil. Lord help us. How dare you? St. Michael the Archangel. Defend us in battle. <laughs> also, uh, Kim Basinger as Vicki Vale in this one. I mean, yeah. it's, it is a classic Stop the cast. press? Who is that? Vicki Vale. Yep. On Amazon, you could watch Top Gun. Top Gun. If Tom Cruise wasn't enough and <laughs> interview with a vampire, you got more. You can also watch one of my very favorite movies, formative for my young woman years, Steel Magnolias, star-studded cast of all of my favorites, including Julia Roberts, who in that movie, playing Shelby, chose for her wedding colors, Blush and Bashful, which inspired me to choose as our wedding colors, lilac and lavender. Okay. So, that explains a lot. Yeah. Um, on Hulu, you can watch all the Star Treks. They are just all like, it's Star Trek month. Two, three, four, Hulu. five, six, insurrection and the motion picture. All of them. You can watch it all. 
on Hulu. If you're a Trekkie and you're into it, go to Hulu. Um, do you, how do you feel about Star Trek? I've never watched like even five minutes of it. Okay, that's fair. And I don't think it's not a, th- I don't know. I'm going to offend someone, I'm sure. To me, it's not a show that you would choose to watch. It's like once you find yourself watching it, mm-hmm. it's only then that you're like, wow, I didn't even know. This is actually pretty good bad television. Okay. Or well, what cinema. about the movies though? I mean, yeah, yeah, no, it, the, it all the show. It all. So I think the first one I ever watched that I can remember was Star Trek to the wrath of Khan. Okay. I, I don't remember one. Uh, probably if somebody prompted me, I'd be like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, once it's, it's just like when you're, when you go sit down in front of the television yeah. and you had no intention of watching a thing, but it was on. And the next thing you know, you're, two hours into it and you've not changed the channel. This is how Star Trek strikes me and I enjoy it. I'd never choose it, but if it was on, I would just find myself watching it. Okay. All right. Here are some suggestions from the awesomes. Awesome. Andrea said she watched tiny creatures on Netflix. She watched it with her eight year old and they both thought it was fun. So there's tiny that creature. I think what it's like this? a nature show. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, our David Attenborough. I'm not sure. I I didn't look to see, but it might very well be. Usually nature shows are David Attenborough. He's a wizard. Okay. Our friend Awesome Angela said she was excited that there are three new episodes of Love is Blind that have just come out. The cast got together to celebrate the second anniversary of the two couples who did get married from that reality dating show. And the drama was a nice escape for a little bit, Angela said. Now, Sarah, Awesome Sarah said that she discovered that watching competitive surfing is really fun. She said, we've been watching the first ever men's and women's Olympic surfing competitions this week. Have you ever watched surfing? I I mean, clips of it here and there, but I've never like sat down and been like, okay, here is a surfing competition and here's how it works. And here's the thing. I've never watched that much of it. It's neither have I, I don't know anything about the rules or stipulations or any of that, but it truly is. When you think about it, Mm -hmm. the, magnificence of the power of a wave and and somebody somehow not harnessing it technically but participating alongside it is pretty amazing yeah i i don't think i ever want to surf myself okay it's terrifying to me because i'm a big giant baby man okay but it's fascinating and i do enjoy watching it I wanted to say, too, speaking of the Olympics. I just said I was a big, giant baby man. You're just going to let that slide? (laughs) I'm just going to let it go if that's how you perceive yourself. I'm not going to try to change that. I was just checking. That's fine. Don't throw it back in my face later. I am surprised because I feel like there was a stretch of time in your life when you did want to learn how to surf. But maybe. There was. There was. But I'm older now. Yes. And And wiser. I don't heal as quickly as I used to. And I don't like drowning or being eaten by sharks. Okay. Whether or not those are real threats, I don't know. I want to say about the Olympics that if you have not checked out NBC Olympics, the TikTok channel, yeah, you're missing out on the whole thing. That's it's, awesome. It's the best part of the Olympics. It's the best part of the Olympics. They will give you the highlights. They are whoever is running that TikTok channel. They have paid well to get some good TikTok understanding talent in there because the TikToks are highly entertaining and you also feel like you get some of the best highlights from the actual Olympics. You don't have to watch for six hours to see the cool things. You watch for six hours maybe because it's TikTok and you see millions of cool things. I will, yes, absolutely. That many. No, it's millions. It's millions. millions? Okay. I will put a link to the NBC Olympics TikTok channel specifically, even if you're not on TikTok. If you're a TikTok holdout, which that's fine, 
you do you, you can still watch it through a web browser. Like you can okay. just open a web browser and just watch some of the so TikToks. So you don't even there. feel like you're patronizing TikTok. <laughs> exactly. And the overlords of information gathering. Exactly. That exactly. tell the CIA every secret. You right. Have. Yeah. Uh, finally, rounding out watches. Um, awesome. Lori said that she watched The Good Witch on Netflix. She said it had been the perfect show to watch with hot tea with my 10 year old son. We are so sad that it's almost over. So I've not watched that. It sounds fascinating. You know, I do enjoy shows of that sort of genre. Is there a bad witch? In The Good Witch? Or just like a show called The Bad In Witch? In general. I mean, there's always a bad witch. Okay, but do they have it? Does she or he? Is it a man witch? A mam witch? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a show for the not good witch? I'm not sure about that. Or the I'm... substandard witch. I feel like that's <laughs> yeah, a show that's the been average witch. Yeah. <laughs> Mediocre witch. <laughs> Okay, let's move into reads. Our friend Dawn has a couple. Wait, is this Dawn the mail thief? You know it is. I love her. Except she's never stolen anything from the mail in her life. Not yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Dawn coming in hot with two recommendations on the reading front this week. She said that she just finished a book called The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. She said it's a delightful romance novel that played with the idea of DNA matching for romantic relationships. She did say it's a fun open door book. Do you know what open door means when it comes to romance? I have no idea. I'm a little scared to know. There's nothing scary about it. Um, In romance novels, if a book, the books are either. um, This is code for a swingers club. Not, well, I mean, I guess that's not related to that directly, but I guess that could be the topic of a romance novel. Okay. But Um, that's not what this is. Just let me finish, please. I'm trying, but I like to interrupt you. I know. You know you love it. When it comes to sexy scenes in romance books, which most of romance books are going to have a sexy scene. I'm blushing. um, If it's open door, you go into the action with the characters. It is what you might call explicit. Filthy. It doesn't have to be filthy. Quit judging. I'm not. I'm intrigued. (laughs) Where do we have any of these books? Plenty. They're on my Kindle. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then also there's closed door. And that is the kind of romance novel where you watch from the front window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good thing. I'm not popular among the people. <laughs> closed door is where when it's time for the sexy scene, it's a like sort of fade to black. Like okay. there's just like okay. a kind of like, and then they went to the bedroom or whatever, but you don't get the details. Yeah. Of the so situation. it's like ABC instead of Cinemax. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. it. There you go. Gotcha. <laughs> um, whew, Don did say, if you want a more murderful version of that plot, the idea of DNA matching, um, check out the one by John Mars. And then she said, Katie and Meredith of currently reading, get all the credit for recommending that one. So, Nice. Ooh, I nice. didn't know we were going to get that racy over in the reading section, well, but we did. It's racy to read. <laughs> it can be. Like Some I of said, the sexiest like I people I know, a.k.a. you, are heavy readers. Yes. And again, you can look at my Kindle library if you want further. I will now. <laughs> I hadn't been interested before, but I can barely wait. Um, for listens, this is a reading-inspired listen. Awesome Sarah said. With an H. So this is Sarah with an H, it is. Mm-hmm. She said, this is a very silly and specific awesome of the week, but some wonderful human out there created a Spotify playlist for the 
book, the song of Achilles. And it's so the song of Achilles. And it's so wonderful. Um, this is a thing. And I want to say to Sarah, that is not silly. That is amazing. And many people enjoy these soundtracks. Some authors like Rainbow Rowell will do this. She will release to Spotify a soundtrack for the novel that the songs that inspired her as she was writing. Yeah. So there's that, there's the author created ones. And then there are also like what Sarah is referencing here, the fan created ones where fans are so moved by the characters in the, in the novel that they create their own Spotify playlist to go along with it, which is cool. Yes. I love, I love, love, love so much. Okay. So we've got some lifestyles. Lifestyle. Can I steal the mic for a moment? Yes. We record, as most people know, in the weird time warp, we record on Sunday mm-hmm. most often for the Monday episode. We do. Today, our lifestyle, we had a delightful Sunday feast. Yes. We had, as an appetizer, I, you're going to have to help me. What What were those pickles? Half sour. Half sour. Mm-hmm. They were, it was a heavy garlic mm-hmm. pickle. Like, even in the grocery store, it had to be kept refrigerated so you know it's good. Yes. Instead of just on the dry goods shelf of pickled pretend food. Yeah. They're like so crisp. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that they call them half sours. I mean, you still get a lot of that pickle flavor, but also you taste the actual cucumberiness. You taste the cucumber. There were there was a veritable boatload of dill seeds yeah. down in the juices. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, just heavy, the garlic chunks were floating in it. It was really unique. It was really good. Um, we had that. We had a chipotle gouda cheese. Yep. Those were the appetizers. We had some delightful well marbled ribeye steaks um i don't know who all has access to such a delight but those were good yeah but then we also had a parmesan flatbread Mm -hmm. that we sliced and then skillet toasted Mm -hmm. with butter and wow that was all delightful and then for dessert we had a blueberry pie store made not homemade i'm a loser why don't you kill me whatever um but then we did put whipped cream and fresh blueberries on top of it. And honestly, my failure, my failure here was that I did not pick up a chocolate sauce to drizzle over the top Mm. of that, but it was pretty good without it. I prefer it without the chocolate. You say that you say that now, had you had the chocolate sauce, we might've had another child on the way. (laughs) My Lord. Okay. Um, I don't like chocolate and blueberry together. I'm just going to go right well, out there and say like that. Like I said, you say that now. Okay. In the moment, passions run wild. You never know. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that was our awesome today. Yeah. Well, lifestyle. Yes, for sure. For and sure. a delightful cigar. Yes. All of the things. It's been a great Sunday. Yes. Um, I, I picked a few interesting notables from the Awesome of the Week thread in the Hangout group to share. Uh, Kelsey found a great solution for herself. Um, in, in we have used these in the past and they are a great solution. Just one of those Sterlite three drawer carts. She said it's... Drawers like underpants? Nope. The kind you slide out. Okay. You can put underpants in them. 
No, I wear underpants that I also call drawers. Yes, you do. I, wear crapped, I crapped my drawers. Okay. That's a statement. Yeah. But nobody imagines you sitting on top of a chest of drawers, or I hope they don't. Oh, that's true. She said, Kelsey said this has been the answer to her laundry woes. It's big. It's a few inches taller than her three-and-a-half-year-old. She got three to act as dressers for her middle three kids, and she said it's a simple but effective step in the right direction to get our clothes under control. Isn't that a battle. It is always a battle. The when, kids' clothes. Yeah, when you have more than two people in a house, yep. all of a sudden, mm-hmm. things things don't they don't escalate numerically. No, no. They escalate exponentially. Exponentially. Yes, that is the truth. Um, awesome Carrie said that Mega Babe body powder is keeping her dry and comfortable in the Nashville heat and humidity this week. And she said, thanks to Awesome's Lauren and Jesse Lee for that recommendation of the Mega Babe body powder. Listen, Nashville knows what humidity is. Okay. And if that's keeping her dry, it's pretty powerful. Awesome. Good Don't to you know. think? Yeah. Is it more or less humid than Oklahoma City? I think it's more. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because we've had some real soggy air around they're, here lately. They're pushing down into that corner-ish edge where you got a lot of humidity rolling in from external sources. Oklahoma's – I've heard this before. I, I won't swear to its truth. I have heard statements made that Oklahoma has more shoreline yep. than any other state. This is a story we all tell Rivers, each other in Oklahoma. lakes, yeah. ponds, all the things. It's possible. I do know that it's wickedly humid here, but – I also appreciate that Tennessee, yeah, all throughout that region, that that southeastern corner of the world that we know as America, mm-hmm. is very humid. Okay, um, awesome. Christine wants to shout out Cheerios Oat Crunch Almond Flavor. So, if you're into that, she said that her son said it tastes like cherries, which is an interesting thing. Almond, Almond. and cherry. Why yeah. are their tastes so similar? And because too. it's not. They don't. Oh. Not at all. Okay. Not real cherries. Okay. It's that we affiliate the flavor of maraschino cherry with Ooh. cherry. And there's a heavy almond extract presence there. Oh, my so gosh. we connect the two. Today we I have, learned. Yeah. We have uh, Dr. Bronner's almond soap. Yes. And, and it smells like cherries. Cherries, except that No. It smells like fake cherries. Okay. Mac took a shower. He usually takes baths upstairs, but um, he took a shower, the shower this past week where we have the almond Dr. Bronner's, and he used that. And he was like, Mom, this smells like cherries. Mm-hmm. And it was almonds. Yes. Interesting. Fake. Fakey. Still delicious either way. I will eat the soap. I drink it in the shower mm-hmm. daily. I don't recommend it, and neither does Dr. It Bronner. It loosens the bowels. Let's just say that. <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> don't drink soap, people. Um, I'm surprised that you don't spend your time in the shower reading the Dr. Bronner's bottle because, man, there's a lot to take in there. There is a lot. Less currently than there used to be. I feel like they've updated their labels to not offend quite as many people. (laughs) But it's the all one, all the things. They do recommend recommend or at least suggest that beyond washing your body, you can do your dishes, you can brush your teeth with it, any number of weird things. It's true. It's true. Okay. Finally, rounding out lifestyle, um, awesome Heather, and this is Heather N. I don't like to say people's last names on here yeah, because yeah. You they know. didn't get permission. Exactly, but Heather N. 
often weighs in with some really great finds. And so I am loving this, especially as we're going into August. Many people have kids going back to school. It kind of feels like it's the time to organize. She got some small whiteboards. She set them all around the house and they are using them like outside of their bedrooms and in places downstairs to communicate with each other. So for example, she will write on hers, like meditating until 1025. And then she sets it outside of her bedroom. And then she said the people in her house actually leave her alone. You've just kind a, of a miracle. You've done a version of this. this. I have the way more white trash version of well, this. Well, yes, it's, it's rougher. It's more, it's, so trashy. it's more Neanderthal. It's so trashy. It is. <laughs> it's a piece of scratch notebook paper <laughs> that I will write like live recording. Do not enter. And I, yeah. And she's not live recording. She's a liar. No, I am usually recording something, but I have adhesed it to our door with mm -hmm. a Band-Aid. <laughs> a Band-Aid, yes. That's all I could Thank find. God it's fresh and not used, but it is a Band-Aid. <laughs> it's the only sticky thing I could find. <laughs> I had to improvise in the moment. I don't recommend it. And Heather's oh, solution is Heather's so much better. It's far better. Take her advice, yeah. not ours. Absolutely, yes. Um. But yeah, she said that like they leave them, uh, they'll write notes on these whiteboards, like with reminders, like your uniform's in the dryer, or she'll even, you know, do like mom things, like mom loves you, have a great day. So she said it's a cheap way to solve the problem of communication with two busy grownups and two busy teens in the house. And well, I thought, oh my gosh, that's so smart. And like and it, I said, way better than my solution. It spans generations. Yes. Kids don't want to talk. They want to read a thing. We don't want to text because we're old and we're right freaking here, you idiot. Don't call your kids idiots. I didn't just do that. No. So yeah, it's it's the it's spanning generations. Yes, such a good solution. Okay, I All know right. you've got some doozies that I you have found for have us this week. Some outstanding news. I want you to interact with me. I want you to feel free to interrupt me more than I interrupted mm. you. Mm. We'll see. When you are cooking eggs, Mac, yeah. have you ever looked down in the skillet to see that you've botched it? And there are little pieces of eggshell in there. Oh, sure. Yeah. Then, then there's this, this moment, this mental dilemma. You're trying to decide, is the skillet hot enough to burn me if I reach down in there? <laughs> or can yeah. I be super fast and grab it out of there? You take a chance, but the skillet is super hot and yep. you're not super fast. And you don't even, you don't even get the damn piece of eggshell out of there. You, you second, third try, fourth try, your fingers are burned. You, you subconsciously bring them to your mouth and now there's raw egg in your mouth. And of course you have salmonella, you get sick, you're at the hospital. No one will believe you that it isn't COVID and all your friends are criticizing you now because you said you got the vaccine, but you couldn't have if you've now got COVID. And the only thing worse than being a vaccine denier is being a vaccine liar. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's this was a freaking journey. Damn you eggs. I, you're just trying to make some scrambled eggs. Right? Well... Robbie Bell, Chef Robbie Bell, mm -hmm. shares your pain, and he shares his solution as well. Simply use one of those spoon-shaped pieces of eggshell that you just cracked and scoop out that rogue piece that's floating amongst your eggs. TikTok consumers are thrilled okay. with this tip. Yeah. But there is a little bit of pushback okay. because it appears that Chef Jamie Oliver has previously revealed this delightful kitchen hack uh -oh. and no credit was given. Oh no. Hey, 
let those two sort it out who deserves the credit, but feel free to use this trick. They need to go on Iron Chef and battle it out in the kitchen, and whoever wins or, gets to take full credit yeah, for that something, little tip. Definitely. I think there should be a fight one way or the other. Yes. Meg, when was the last time that you found yourself stuck in the middle of a gang war? Um, never. Never? Okay. Well, for me, it's fairly regular. Not ashamed to admit that. But I know not everyone lives the thug life. Mm -hmm. And feel free to use that quote. Recently, in Lopburi, central Thailand, Mm. in front of the ruins of an ancient Buddhist temple, no less, two rival gangs fought, much to the shock, awe, and disgust of drivers and passers-by. And I feel like passers-by is a fantastic word we don't use enough. Absolutely. Now, thankfully, there were no humans injured. At least part of the reason is because these two gangs were actually gangs of wild monkeys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out that the feud was a turf war. Okay. One of the gangs is known to roam the grounds of the ancient temple Adding to the charm of the popular tourist attraction and often fed by tourists. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Well, problems. Um, The other gang's headquarters is in a nearby abandoned cinema. Mm -hmm. Now, their headquarters there, yeah. Lest you think this is a freak event and just like, what? No, no. Listen, um know that a similar mass monkey brawl erupted in March of last year. Really? Yeah, yeah. This is, it's again, think about this. It's a heavily tourist attraction driven area. Well, COVID. We aren't the only people harmed by COVID. Yeah. COVID inspired decrease in tourism in those areas has caused increased competition amongst the monkey gangs for the free food that tourists are known for. And they're known for their free food. (laughs) Tourists definitely are definitely known for messing up the ecosystem of the locale they're visiting. This is worth looking into the pictures and the videos of the, the monkey gang war. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. There's hundreds. It's not just a few rogue monkeys out there flexing. Hundreds upon hundreds oh. of rival monkeys. And there's some some posturing and peacocking and flexing that goes on. And then and then they they wrestle in the streets. It's it's quite violent. It sounds really terrifying and dangerous, yeah. honestly. Well, and, and terrifying it would be if you were just sitting in your safe car. That's what I'm in saying. In a cargo area. There's people on motorcycles. Yeah. Nothing protecting them from the mayhem, the monkey mayhem. Oh my gosh. It's rough. Yeah. Check it out. Okay. Um, skirts. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about I them? I love a skirt. You love a skirt. You love them. Some people love them. Mm-hmm. Some people hate them. Some Certainly. people indifferent towards them. Okay. What if I told you there's a summer skirt that gives you, hey, full coverage, but it still keeps you cool and it has freaking pleats. I'm down for it. You're feeling intrigued, aren't you? Yeah. We all know that pleats are flattering. And who doesn't like to be flattered? I do like to. You love to be flattered, right? Yeah. Pleats, for the love of God, pleats. They're amazing. Um, they complement your curves. They draw the viewer's eye away from maybe an area that isn't your strongest feature. Okay. Pleats are magical. I feel skeptical about this. Best of all, best of all, pleats allow freedom for your athletic movement. Mm-hmm. They're ever critical as well. 
for the airflow necessary yep. in warmer temperatures of summer, mm -hmm. which we're in right now. Indeed. So you're interested? I feel like I know. I just showed you down. something interesting. Are you interested? I'm interested. How could you not be interested? If you're interested, and I know you are, saying that you're not, just being controversial for the sake of controversy, I know you're interested. So just stop it. If you are interested, one of Amazon's best sellers is the Exlera High Waist Pleated Polka Dot Skirt. Oh. Did I forget to mention the polka dots? <laughs> no. Yeah, it has it all. Literally, this has it all. And there will be a link in the show notes. You'll want okay. this skirt. Okay. And one more thing. There's no itchy zipper. Don't you hate an itchy zipper? I hate a zipper No in one's general. paying me for this ad, and yet you want to buy this so bad you can barely contain yourself. The waist is elastic, and that's especially handy if you're headed out for a night on the town and you're planning on overeating. <laughs> I'd like to always plan to overeat. I'd love to overeat. Yes. Listen, comfort doesn't come at the expense of style, and you... You don't even have to take my word for this. Feel free to peruse the over 6,000 reviews from satisfied customers. And when I say satisfied, I mean fully satisfied. Did you like lift this from the ad copy I for this? <laughs> read their copy and then I ran with it. I really, this whole entire you time. You want the skirt, don't you? That's fine. That's No, I will don't go, deny it. Don't be a skirt denier. I will go and check out the skirt. Obviously, I'm going to have to find the link for the show notes. They look really good. Okay. And I've included a link. You don't even have to look it up. I've got some links here to help you find it. Thank you. That was very thoughtful. Yeah. Um, I, this whole path that you were driving us down, I thought that we were going to talk about Scottish kilts. Yeah, no. The way you were building I it mean, up and it, You've I got, would. You can be athletic. I'd wear it. one, and I know at least one of the superstars has a husband who participates in the the Scottish Games and yeah. wears a kilt and yeah. looks as manly as a man would want to look in right, one. Right, 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 right. From the random picture I saw. Yeah. Um, no, no. I looked at this legit. I looked at this, and and I mean, I'm not. Oh gosh, this is dangerous territory. I was going to say I'm not pervy. Mm -hmm. In fairness, I'm not more pervy than the average dude. Okay. Um, I love a skirt. I love the way you look in a skirt. Well, it you. makes me make the rawr sound. Um, <laughs> I like that. And these are these are really great looking skirts. And they have pleats mm -hmm. and an elastic waist. They're they're accommodating for all the things. They I really thought they were actually very attractive skirts. Okay. They looked very functional, all the things a person would want. I know nothing about what it feels like to be a woman and wear women's clothing. But I thought if I were a woman, this would make sense to me. Can I ask you, are the polka dots? They're small. Okay. Like, they're small, like pinpoint. Okay. They're not like giant, weird okay, that's 1950s. What then, that's what I was imagining yeah. then when no, you no. said. So this whole time I've had Scottish kilts in mind. So I'm thinking a plaid skirt. Right. Pleats, and then you threw me for a loop with no, the no. polka dots. And so then I was thinking giant polka dots. They're elegant. You can dress them up. And I'm, I'm literally from memory, I'm quoting ad copy. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. They, <laughs> they fit any occasion. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. It's I real. know you're not kidding. That is that is a that is a very oft repeated phrase amongst women when yeah. they're talking about. Yeah, things, but it's just trust me. That that, that stood out in your trust me. Check out. You'll put the link in there. I know you will. People, you need to check this out. It's a very versatile piece of clothing. Okay. All right. You feel excited now? Don't I you? do now. Okay. Yes. Um, do you enjoy a good heist? You know I do. I know you do. 
do you enjoy participating in one, hearing about one, or both? Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go heavy on the hearing about one. Okay. Never been part of one. Have no plans to be. But I'm confident I would mess it up with the right setup. <laughs> I'm the weak link. In this you could be trailer. lured in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, we all <laughs> we all are until the moment of truth, right? You yeah. never know until you're in the heat of battle. I guess. Um, a woman using the name Anna, appearing to be in her mid fifties, is the villain slash hero okay. of this story. Mm-hmm. She managed to rob 4.2 million British pounds worth of diamonds. That's more than a dollar. The British pounds worth more. Yeah. Of diamonds from society jewelers, Boodles. Okay. Anybody in the UK knows who Boodles is. Anybody upper class of anywhere probably knows who Boodles is. I didn't because I'm not upper class, but now I do in case I ever am upper class. Yeah unlikely in any event they were boodles in fact they were none too happy about this and they resorted to insults shame on you renowned boodles salesman mr wainwright which is about as british of a name as i've ever heard very british he said in court quote she was most unattractive she was overweight she was wearing the sort of thing a russian dancer would wear she had enormous boobs oh well, all right. That, That's quite a description. He, Not very flattering. He went all out. Yeah. Let's be honest. He only brought that up because he was, in fact, hypnotized by the boobs. Okay. It's not an uncommon event amongst men, I know. Um, her look was garish, perhaps tawdry, but also distracting, which is most likely exactly <laughs> what she was going for. Right. Yeah. I don't think she read the manual on how to pull off a diamond heist. I well, you might you might be surprised as we go. I think you're supposed to be a little bit more under the radar, right? It depends. There's You can go under the radar or you can go so over the top of the radar that it doesn't register on the radar. Okay, that's fair. There's, it's two ways to go about a mm-hmm. thing. Lulu, which was the actual true name of this woman, she replaced a bag of gems with an identical bag, much like you would see on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Identical bag, but filled with pebbles. And amongst the gems that she made off with was a stunning 20-carat heart-shaped diamond, that one by itself worth 2.2 million British pounds. I hope she had a good fence lined up for that. That's pretty conspicuous. It's it's a thing. This is the largest value single incident of shoplifting in British history. Okay, I guess so. And this, this all occurred about five years ago. Hmm. Now, the diamonds to date have not been recovered. Mm-hmm. Two members of the gang were behind bars. The third being Lulu Lakatos, who was just sentenced to five years behind bars. That's why it's in the news now. Okay. Lulu was a former cleaner and school catering assistant. Okay. So she's a lunch lady. Yes. Let's not get too fancy with her words. She's a lunch lady. What's, that's what we would call uh, yeah. that job. This here. is an unlikely pedigree. Mm-hmm. For a criminal mastermind, except as it turns out, Lulu isn't the only member of her family who enjoys a good heist. Her sister was previously wanted in connection to a bank heist, which bore striking similarities to the Boodle's job. Oh, oh my. 
Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which side of the fence you're on, she appears to have died in a motor accident in 2019. Now, throughout the trial, Lulu insisted that she was innocent, that it was the late Liliana, her sister, who was the jewel thief and, in fact, owner of yet another pair of enormous boobs. Okay. Whatever happened, Lulu and two others are now serving time leaving. There was, there was the, the, the thought from law enforcement that there were six people involved oh, in the heist. My, yeah. So it's either Lulu, the two who are currently incarcerated, and a sister plus two more, or Lulu was really innocent, and there's four more except for the dead sister who can't – she can't – once you're dead, you can't be incarcerated. That's Much to the chagrin goes. of historical Catholic – History, where in fact there was a dead pope exhumed and put on trial. That's a whole other story. Made to wear a hair shirt, all kinds of weird things. It was different a, story. It was a dark one of many dark moments in Catholic history. Yeah, yeah. So, there's several. Yeah. So we got all that going on, and the jewels are still missing. I don't know. Surely, surely someone will make a true crime series you out of this, right. even mm-hmm. if it's limited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Meg, are you currently in the market? for a home in the Texas area? Not currently, no. What about if it was near Dallas? I mean, I love Dallas. I'm not super shopping for a home there. Okay. Well, you or any of our dear listeners might consider it, especially if what you're looking for is along the lines of, say, a CIA black site. What? You never, you you buried the lead. Well, I do that You should have led with that. I do that. Now you're interested. Now you're like, where can I find it? Well, I'll tell you where you can find it, and that's on Zillow. Oh, they just put it right there up on Zillow. It's there. They can show you the details on the Dallas suburban home, which comes with no bedrooms, fake windows, strip lighting, like terrible grocery store lighting, right? Of course, yeah. and huge empty rooms. Uh, yeah. Do you like cinder block walls? I hate them. Look no further. They're right here. <laughs> They're right here. This clandestine warehouse was built in 2000. Mm-hmm. In the entrance of the, let's just call it the facility, is a glass security window, just like those commonly found in police stations and detention centers. Don't ask me how I know. Mm-hmm. The home features muted gray carpeting throughout. It is being marketed as marketed as the ultimate safe house. Okay, yeah. It's actually connected to two different electrical grids and has its own generator as well included. Now, the claim, the claim, because of course someone's going to deny, yeah, right? Of course. The claim is that the building is actually, actually mm-hmm. one of several local electricity substations designed to blend in with neighborhood homes. That's not true. That's exactly what you'd say if you were trying yeah. to play off the existence of a CIA black site. Exactly. It's what it is. Anyway, if you're looking for something along these lines, the $1 million price tag is a steal for this. And you should act quickly because it won't be available for long. I may buy it myself. A million dollars. It's it's substantial. And from the outside, there's all the landscaping, all the things oh. as though it were just a regular home Interesting. in this Dallas neighborhood, Dallas suburban neighborhood. Yeah. So it's a million dollars. I mean, the housing market is a little bit bananas right now, but it's a million dollars and you have to It's a steal. do everything on look, the inside. It look, sounds like. No, no, no. No, you don't. Only if you're like, oh, I'll make this a home. Don't be stupid. 
if you're going to kidnap people and hold them for ransom, this it's, is your place. It's turnkey. It's, it's ready. A turnkey yeah. property. It's ready to go for your kidnapping plots. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm seriously. If I had a little bit more of an evil bent to me, or just whatever, I'd buy this place. <laughs> You should check it out for a million. I would find the million dollars. No worries. No worries. We'll do it. Um, If, but if anybody else is interested, beat me to it. Or maybe it's, it's an, it's an awesome collective. We can all pool our money. Yeah, that's great. I like that idea. Yeah, we can have this. We do whatever. We can take turns. It's like a timeshare. You can kidnap people, observe people, or just live there. I was thinking. Listen, there's plenty of people that need to be kidnapped. Well, (laughs) No. Just for I, a minute, not permanently. I was thinking we Ex-husbands, could- Ex-husbands, <laughs> they need a little something, something. I was thinking we could set it up as an awesome sort of like commune in like this, like the seed cell of the awesome commune that we want to build. Maybe, yeah. maybe. All right. I've got two more. I know we're running late on time, but I've got two more that are worthy of discussing. Okay. Um, now, we've never been shy about sharing stories of Florida man or Florida woman. Mm-hmm. We're equal opportunists of the Florida expose. Yeah. I am hesitant, however, to share today's news. Oh, no. And it's that bad? Well, I'm, I'm absolutely hesitant to share this news from Florida. Florida? Florida. Florida. I've changed the name to protect the innocent. <laughs> it's Florida. Yes. Um, How do you feel about tentacles between the eyes? Nope. I don't like any part of that sentence. How do you like needle-like teeth? Nope. Pass. Supposedly harmless. I don't care. All of it wrong. Still disgusting. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? No. Okay. In Latin, their name is blind ones. In the everyday vernacular, they're known as penis snakes. I'm going to... I'm going to leave now. You should. <laughs> my cue to I, up and walk away. I wanted to, but I felt like now the people need to know this. No, I don't think they do. They do. Originally native to Colombia and Venezuela, the penis snake's a real thing. I, it's, it's not just a... No, a I know. That's why I'm saying like, yeah. oh, this is my cue to leave the planet. Yeah. I'm gone now. Well, experts have begun finding several, several penis snakes in Florida. And they are, in fact, not as much of a snake as they are a legless amphibian, which makes it even worse. Oh, yeah. I don't like any part of this. And they're low-key taking over Miami. Nope. Don't do that. They can be anywhere from a few inches long to five feet in length. That's wrong. Snake-like, but somehow even more disgusting. They do eat worms and termites, which means they're actually beneficial. But yeah, who cares? They're still gross and I hate them. Rather than migrating, as you would imagine, up through Central America to make their home in Florida, it is suspected that this outbreak is due to complete idiots that had them as pets and then released them into the wild as idiots do, where apparently they breed a lot like rabbits or whatever else. Florida, our thoughts and prayers are with you. That is horrible. I literally cannot think of anything worse. Do, I'm going to have yeah. nightmares tonight. Do not vacation near the airport in Miami. <laughs> That's where they're at. We had some good dis- discussion and conversation in the Awesome Today Facebook group about truly how de- devastating and destructive introducing things like pets or other non-Indigenous species into ecosystems can be. No, I mean, all jokes aside, I mean, penis snakes is hilarious to joke about. Uh, Except it's creepy. Yeah, and also creepy. But truly, humans can cause so much damage just by being dum-dums. Yeah. 
Indeed, indeed. And I do hope that no one takes this as fodder to further hate men. It's not men <laughs> in general whose fault it is, even though it's a penis snake. You know that the original pet was some dude. You was know it? it was. You know it was. was. It? Yes. And he I was don't like, know. hey, he got it as a joke. Hey, I got to go to jail. Take my penis snake. <laughs> yep. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's terrible. He ordered it off the internet as a prank. And then that prank got out of hand. Indeed. This is the backstory I believe in. It's it's probable. Let's be honest. It's probable. So blame men, but don't blame all men. Just the dumb, dumb ones. Not all Florida men. Not all Florida men. <laughs> Just the few. The few and the proud. Something. All right. Okay, Let's last story. Wrap it up. True crime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possibly true. It's absolutely or assumedly crime. If you like true crime. You do. I do. do you, and you do. Discovery Plus hears you. Yeah, Discovery Plus is a great place to go for yeah, the true they crime. Are. They have a six-part series called Relentless, and it explores the 2009 disappearance of Christina Whitaker. Okay. She'd gone out with friends. She got a little drunk, as mm-hmm. one does, yeah. and was kicked out of the bar. Okay. And, hey, who hadn't been kicked out of a bar? If yeah. you haven't, you haven't lived yet. Yeah. Give it a shot. This was around 1 a.m. in the morning, which is the best time ever to get kicked out of a bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, everyone knows that only bad things happen after midnight. Yes. If you don't know that, you've not had a good grandparent. That's for sure. Any yeah. good grandparent will tell you only bad things happen after midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, her phone was found outside the bar on the ground. Do we know what year this was? When this was in 2009. Oh, okay. Her family, they're convinced something terrible happened. Others... Not so sure Mm -hmm. that it wasn't her participating willingly. Mm -hmm. Was she murdered? Did she die in a hit and run? Was she abducted? Did she flee? We don't know. It's an unsolved case. Only Discovery Plus is going to be able to share any details with you. If you're interested, check this out. It's called Relentless. Watch it. Well, I have to now, of course. Yeah. I have a feeling that's what we'll be watching soon. But it sounded fascinating to me. And I know that this technically should have gone in the watch category. <laughs> I wondered about that. But, but <laughs> this was, it was so popular, it made it into the news. So oh. I felt worthy of stealing it. Okay. There was a news article around it. Do you think I have finally, after all these years, finally influenced you, my spouse and partner in life, to join me in true crime? fascination genre oh if we're being honest i've always loved true crime i've only resisted because you suggested it (laughs) and i i don't like being shoehorned into an area thank you for being honest about that yeah i'll never admit it again so save this recording forever (laughs) well that's all the news i've got i feel like it's great news i enjoyed reading about it and sharing it i hope that you enjoyed it i very much did and this is a great way to start the month of august right on here we go But, 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 and there's always a big, but it's usually mine minus the penis snakes. Ugh, yeah. If we could eradicate them in the month of August, that would make this month even better. Maybe, maybe we can buy the Dallas house. We can round up all the penis snakes, throw them in there, burn it down. And then everyone's happy. Okay, good. Yep. That's what we're going to have to do. That's what we'll have to do. We'll set up a GoFundMe (laughs) link in the show notes. All right. Well, in the meantime, what should people do? Absolutely. One, avoid penis snakes. Two, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.